0: Hi, it's Craig and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from five to nine, this is
1: what you missed. January 3rd, the dysfunctional little morning show known as Rock Mornings with Craig and Lucky back once again. Celebrating 10 years. This is, uh, when did we, uh, was it February or January when we got together in, uh, 13? January, um, not that this week. I think the second week
0: of January. The second right? week of January? I think you started yeah. with uh, another host who Promptly
1: quit. She bailed. Yeah. I've had two female co-hosts in my life. They both lasted about a week. (laughs) Something about creepy. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, and then when uh, Doug Elliott decided we'd make a good team. Right. And you know, I think if I look back from 13 to now, 10 years later, I would say, and this is just me kind of, you know, skimming over things seems like you kind of gave up around 16. <laughs> I mean, the, we were really, wait, we were really full steam ahead there for a bit. The sixteenth of January, twenty thirteen. No, no I think you, I think you put in a solid three years. I think, and then I just right. noticed a flip, and you went, "Ah, eh, this ain't for me." <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I made it to at
1: least 19 or 20. Like, that's seven-year-rich. True. Right. Yeah, well, you never cheated. Well, you are cheating on me now. Oh, right, yes. With those boys at Hockey Night in Canada. Right. I mean, you're openly flinging it in my face. (laughs) Most times in a relationship when one has an affair, one kind of tries to keep that secret. But you are just openly shoving it in my face. That being said, I believe,
0: had we had one, Hockey night in Canada would have definitely been on my list of available cheats.
1: Oh yeah, I gotta let you have that one. Right. That's your hall pass, right? But, but, there. Yeah.
0: So I mean, like that, is it really cheating at that point? If, if, and if you get to cheat with somebody who's on your list, can you not show <laughs> it off? <laughs>
1: But let me say this about that. Okay. If I ever catch you with the Marlies, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right? I'll give you the generals. You were already sleeping with them when we got
0: together. That's true. So it was I, an established
1: relationship. I guess you were cheating on them with me. You've got a problem. <laughs> you cannot be loyal. Anyhow, yes, it's been uh, it's been ten years. Now, speaking of hockey night in Canada, you were in Detroit for New Year's. I was, yes. How uh, uh, was that? <laughs> a dream come true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, you know what? It was it was great. I mean, the New Year's part of it
0: was very much subdued. It was after the game, and we just kind of hung around the hotel, literally on the tarmac at the Detroit airport, right. uh, is where we were, and and it was fine. We hung out with the crew and had a good time, but. Uh, the game itself, a bit of a boring start, like not much going on in the, in the first when I looked back on it. I went, boy, that <laughs> really seemed boring. And mm. I didn't seem to really bump it up. Um, but there were a total of 10 shots through 15 minutes. It was oh, wow. not a lot going on. It ended up being, you know, a, a comeback win for the home team. And, and that really got the crowd going, which was, was great. But that arena mm. is one of the nicest. I, it, I think it might be the nicest in the league is the nicest I have ever been in. Uh, hands down, that new, the new Joe or Little Caesars Arena right. in Detroit is absolutely gorgeous. And if you're a hockey fan and have a chance to check it out, you really should. It's so well done. Just in in terms of they apparently they, I had never been to the old Joe Louis Arena, mm. but they. I was told, and everyone was so friendly there and telling you all the history of this, but they used a lot of the history from the old Joe right. and incorporated that into it. And just little touches. Like, they share that arena with the Pistons now. hmm So all the signage around that building, including the banners at the ceiling, mm. all... Are like drop down, like like almost like blinds. Okay. So they can be sucked right up into the roof Mm. and then drop down. The Detroit ones, uh, like the Pistons ones, or or Red Wings, and even all around the lower concourse, around the rooms. Yeah. uh, They've got all these kind of banners that are on the on the side of the walls. And I've been told they zip right up if it's a Wings game and down come the Pistons one, or if it's a concert, they can zip them up completely Mm. so the banners aren't always hanging. But then when they introduce the team and the Whenever seven-time Stanley Cup champion, boom, all the banners came
1: down as
0: they said it. It was really cool.
1: You know, when I when I was there, it was still Joe Lewis. Or when I was in Windsor, we'd go over for games and concerts quite a bit. And the Joe Lewis, if I remember anything about it, was very old, so the concourses were very tiny and thin, and everything seemed small. But the stairs going in and out of the Joe Lewis. It, they were almost a death trap, especially in the dead of winter, because they were all cement. And they were thin, right. so you'd be walking down and thinking, "If I lose my footing, I'm going to go down forty sets of c- cement stairs." <laughs> it was, but now, of course, they've got um, Little Caesars, they've got Comerica, they got Ford Field. It's all right it's in that all area, all right there, and all the restaurants and everything. From what I understand, and I haven't been there. Uh, it's just beautiful. And then of course you step out of that main area and you're into Poopsville, USA. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but that's typical of <laughs> most American cities. I mean, if you've ever been to Vegas, that's the greatest example. You walk down, and that main road is just heaven sent. You go down one block either way and you're, you're looking to get shivved. Right. Yeah. So anyhow, well good. No, that, 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 uh, that's excellent. I remember going to, I, th- I want to say the first time I ever Took my boys to an NHL hockey game. It was in Detroit and certainly not in Toronto, but the Leafs were playing and it was a preseason game. And I remember we, uh, we all went, Maria and me, the boys, we had dinner. We did all sorts of things. I think it was like 300 or 400 bucks American all in, but when yeah. we were done, you know, hear that your parking costs. But, um, I do remember somebody giving us a tour uh, of uh, the Joe Lewis and seeing different things and it was a, Great big huge uh, photo of one of their Stanley Cup wins when Scotty Bowman was still the coach. And he's lying like on the ice in front of the cup. And the, and I jokingly said, did Scotty Bowman have a heart attack? Like, what's happening here? Why is he lying down on the ice? And they go, Oh, no, no, they're celebrating the win of the Stanley Cup. And I go, oh, I don't, I'm a Leafs fan. I've never seen a picture like this. So what, <laughs> what do I know? Now speaking of lying down, my God, that was some scary stuff with Buffalo in yeah. the
0: Bills. Um, yeah, Damar Hamlin is the uh, is a Bills safety who, at last check, we we're told is in uh, critical condition, yeah. but um, that vital signs are returning, which is um, positive, but at the same time, still very much up in the air.
1: I hope, and, my God, it w- it looked like I had never seen this. Thankfully, I'd never seen it in front of my own eyes. But the story of, you you know, someone has such a massive heart attack, they're dead before they hit the ground. Mm. It looked like that was what was happening. Of course, we didn't know at the time what happened. But then when you see the replay of the video, it's so flippin' scary.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, made the hit, got up, and then collapsed back down. And, uh, you know, the... Right away, what was interesting about this is that, you know, obviously the players all surrounding him and, and Bill's player was visibly upset. They sent him to the room. Someone at the NFL was saying that, okay, we'll give the players five minutes and let them come back on the field. Oh, wow. like, uh, hang on a second. Yeah, someone hear. might have just died. Yeah, this is, this is not about, you know, player safety in terms of, um, you know, what this was an injury. And uh, he'll be okay, and everyone just get back to work, like something that they're normally used to. Right. Broken bone here or there, a concussion. You know, this is a life-or-death situation. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think it hit home for everyone around that stadium. In oh, Cincinnati. Sure.
1: Crazy. Just a, a really sad situation. He is still alive. He's in critical condition. And uh, hopefully he's uh, young enough and strong enough to be able to pull through. 949, the Rock GTA's Rock Station. Rock Mornings. We had uh, the Foo Fighters for the Beastie Boys, and the uh, Foo Fighters have issued a statement. They say they will continue to make music, even after the passing of their drummer Taylor Hawkins, but they will be, quote, a different band going forward. They say, as we say goodbye to the most difficult and tragic year that our band has ever known, we are reminded of how grateful we are for the people that we love and cherish most. And for the loved ones who are no longer with us, without Taylor, we never would have become the band that we are today. We know that when we see you again, and we will soon, he'll be there in spirit with us each and every night. So they are carrying on, as I'm Mm. sure uh, many Foo Fighter fans uh, would would want. And certainly even from a financial standpoint, I'm sure for the Hawkins family, his widow and children, uh, for the release of any material, Done with Taylor's contribution. There would be money made for, for the widow and the family.
0: And right away comes the speculation of who will be the new drummer, uh, for the Foo Fighters. There's some names on that short list that I think would have to be Rufus Taylor, um yes. Roger Taylor from Queen's Son, who, who played as part of those tribute shows had played with the band before, who looks a lot yeah. like Taylor Hawkins yeah. when he drums.
1: And the Taylor last name and right. first name. true. Yeah, and, uh, that he seems to be top of the list, but we shall see. Uh, when it comes to movies and TV shows of 2022, what's the best ones? Top Gun Maverick tops the list for movies. And, uh, then there's a tie for television in a show called Wednesday and then Stranger Things Season 4 and Ozark. All Netflix, and all Netflix shows, all considered the best of the year.
0: Yeah, Wednesday is an interesting one because it's the kind of a take on the Adams family, right? Is that what it is? Yeah.
1: Uh, and then other things show up on the list, like uh, Yellow Jackets on Showtime, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power on Amazon. Grey's Anatomy, season 19. Wow! But I think Grey's already left the show. I don't think she's in it anymore. Mm. 19 seasons, that's got to be some sort of record, certainly for a drama.
0: Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of back to, like, Dallas and...
1: Yeah, I don't think they ran those, 19. Yeah. That's a long run. Inventing Anna shows up on the list, The Crown, which I guess the new season is. I haven't uh, watched the new season yet. We'll get to that. And Rolling Stone magazine is taking some heat because they put out a uh, a list of the 200 greatest singers of all time. And Celine Dion did not make the list. Even though some acquired tastes like Neil Young, Bob Dylan, and Ozzy did. So Rolling Stone... Believes Ozzy's a better singer than Celine Dion. Oh, my goodness. Now, here's here's where they... they People they, went
0: nuts about this yeah. on social media.
1: But here's the distinction. So, Rolling Stone says, this is the greatest singers list, not the greatest voices list. Okay. See, because they, they but say... still. Their influence, their originality, so that's how they're... But yet, they have Aretha Franklin and Whitney Houston top of the list. Right, yeah. They're amazing voices. Sam Cooke, Billy Holiday, Mariah Carey, Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder, Beyonce. I mean, all great Listen, vocalists. I think when the, the
0: second you put out or start to put together a list like that, you know it's going to be subjective. Yeah. And there are going to be people who are upset by it. Heck, we get it with the top 94 that we count down mm-hmm. uh, every year. I know Lee goes through, you know, with, with people all the time about, you know, well, why is this song on there? Does this qualify and it's not? So the second you start to, to put any best of list together, you open yeah. yourself up to criticism. That being said, they need to admit some fault when it comes to, to some of the names that you, you left off that
1: list. Again, I'm going to side with them a bit on the singer versus voice. Like for example, way down the list, and this is just the top 25, there's like 200, but they have like at 16, uh, Prince, they have Elvis at 17, but they have Frank Sinatra at 19. You want to talk about a singer. Right. Springsteen, like, honestly, if you want to have a trifecta, I'd put like Elvis, Springsteen, and Sinatra as three voices of music that was hugely popular within their own style of singing. Were they the greatest singers? No, of course not. Right. Not the greatest vocalists, uh-huh. but terrific singers. In just the way they presented themselves. I mean, Adele shows up at 22. Right. Taylor Swift isn't even in the top 25. She's going to write a song about that. (laughs) Too mad. Well, if you're planning on doing some dating in the new year, here's a, a little rule or a tip a lot of single people go with. A dating website recently conducted this survey and found most people say the second date is the perfect time to have the first kiss. Okay. Now, on the first date, you have all the sex. <laughs> but kissing is very personable. <laughs> you know, even prostitutes say. We learned that from uh, Julia Roberts in... Uh... Really? So, so even, is it, even if it's going really well on a first date, everything seems to be
0: going very nice. You don't lean in for one uh, at the end of the date?
1: Most of the second date is the perfect time. Many singles say they're open to kissing someone on date one. Okay. As they say, if it's going well. Right. Uh, however it happens, they, they do say they'll keep it under control. I mean, no no choking her out with your tongue right, on that yeah. first kiss. Right. Um, I mean, I would...
0: It's been a long time since I've been in this game, mm. but I would think that if, if the first date goes very well and you are, you know, whether splitting up, going your separate ways at the end, or dropping off, mm. whatever it may be, if you didn't at least kind of lean or, or suggest that mm. you're interested in one, it almost would look like you're not interested. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and again, I thought the way of the dating world now, there wasn't any second dates. Right. The first date was the date you had sex. Everybody went on their way. You don't even know the person's name. But I guess this is for people looking for more steady, regular dating, a right. relationship of sorts. The kissing is fun, though, and it is something like early on, as you said, being out of the game for a long time. But when you first started dating somebody, those heavy necking petting <laughs> sessions were so hot. <laughs> now you don't even look at each other. Right. You know, Go <laughs> wham bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> get this done. Commercial break. Gotta get back to Grey's Anatomy. Um yeah, so there you go. No the the kiss is said if you do get the uh the first kiss in, the ideal uh kiss time less than ten seconds. Okay. Most say anywhere between three to five. So it's not a peck, but it's a just yeah. a solid yeah. lip only Yeah. Little right. open mouthed little, you know, duck curl of the lips. Let her know. (laughs) Send a message. Well, we're into day three of the new year. Have you already ruined any resolutions you had? When people were asked about resolutions, saving money is the uh, number one thing. Right. Good luck with that, though, with the cost of everything going up. Well, I I think,
0: you know, I I said one of my things I would try to do is just do kind of a forensic audit Mm. of, uh, of, like credit cards and things that, especially, uh, subscription services. Right. Ones that I have, ones that I don't necessarily need to have, things that I've signed up for and didn't cancel right, right away. It, a lot of times you could probably go back to your credit card and find 15, 20, 30 bucks, uh, that are, you are subscribed to, that you don't need to you be subscribed yeah. to. And while you think, okay, well that doesn't sound like very much, well it adds up over the time, right?
1: Yeah, one of, uh, one of Maria's gifts, uh, has a subscription, uh, option with it. You get the first six months for free and then it's like, and then $12 a month or if you pay for the year, you get 30% off and, and then, you know, you, we $20 ourselves to death with right. all these different little things. So you're right. I always find it incredibly frustrating. I mean, it's, it's nice to see the numbers when you do some sort of budgeting and you go, Oh, well, look at, there's an extra. Once everything's paid. And even if I've saved a little, there's still a few hundred bucks every month. And I'm like, well, where the hell did that go? And why didn't I save the money I? Budgeted for it, and why do I own so much on my line of credit? Right. <laughs> it, you do a budget, but then the reality is always a completely different thing. So we, we want to try to save more money. Uh, this is the month too that I find really annoying: the dry January. Now, not I, I don't find it annoying that people want to drink less. You do whatever you you got to do. That's that's terrific if you, but I, I find some people they're so kind of haphazard with it. Well, meanwhile. There are a lot of people out there who are struggling with real addiction, mm. you know, who, who are drinking and losing jobs and families and homes. And, and we just get a little, especially social media, I've gone a week without a drink. You know, it, that, I find that really annoying.
0: Right. It also seems to set the bar very high, like dry, like completely, right. you know, all right, just slow down a little bit. Ish.
1: Yeah. Be dry-ish. Oh, dry-ish January. I've heard yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the way to go. It's the way to go, I think, on all things, be it if you smoke cigarettes or you drink too much or you eat all the wrong foods and you think I've really gotta pull it together. I you know, the people who say, That's it, I'm exercising every day, I'm joining the gym No, you're not right. you've yeah. already lost that resolution. Right. But if you just say, you know what, I'm gonna get my fat arse off the couch and I'm gonna walk more. I'll walkish a little bit more. Right. That's that's something. Anything is good. If you're smoking, a, you know, a pack a day of cigarettes and you go, I should probably cut this back to half. That's a good. Mm. That's a start. So dry January. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not even ishing. Oh, I'm, right. I'm, 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 I'm wetting. <laughs> Wetter. <laughs> Wettest. Soaked January. <laughs> right, here's a resolution that probably we should all try to live by in the new year. We got to drink a whole lot more water. Mm. Research showing how important it is to stay hydrated. And the biggest stat that was found was that middle-aged people are like 20% more likely to die early if they don't drink enough water. Wow. The second stat might be even scarier if you're incredibly vain. Um, but if you're chronically dehydrated, makes you like 50% more likely to look old. Okay. You know, because your skin starts to dry up yeah. and all of that. Researchers tracked people's health for 25 years. All the patients were over 45 when the study started. And the least hydrated ones were 50% more likely to show signs of early aging, sunken eyes, sunken cheeks, etc. They were also more likely to have high cholesterol and high blood pressure. Check, check. (laughs) I
0: was going to say, but you drink more water.
1: Yeah, I do now than I ever did. Right. But I didn't for ever. I never. I barely touched it, except for the ice in my scotch. <laughs> um, so that's probably they think why twenty percent more are likely to die young because of the cholesterol and the high blood pressure. Uh, so yeah, you, some people
0: might want to use the excuse that you know they're banning these single use plastics. I can't find water bottles around right, anymore, right, right. but. You know, if if you see the amount of reusable water containers mm-hmm. that are out there, it's unbelievable. Those
1: Yetis are a big seller.
0: Yes, and there, well, there are many others who have kind of you know copied mm. or uh, or at least I saw one the other day that looked really good. Similar, it wasn't a Yeti, it was similar to it though, but it was completely magnetic on the bottom. I was oh, okay. Like, oh, this would be really good for like a golf cart right <laughs> application,
1: right. Actually, while you were uh, off, uh, we were talking, Katie and I, about the amount of calories you can burn if you walk 18 holes. And it, it said that um, the average course is about five miles. Yeah. If you're playing from the tips, maybe more like six or seven. But either, even if you're not playing from the tips, you still have to walk by the, mm-hmm. the pro tees. You're still walking to your tee box. That's right. Yeah. And so you can burn about 14,000 calories. Uh, walking a golf course, of course, for me, I'd only uh, burn about two hundred because the <laughs> beer cart would keep coming by, and you know, you gotta have a hot dog at the turn, right? Love a hot dog at the turn. <laughs> You'll be negative, yeah, that's right. So, um, but I, you know, I a lot of golf courses look. I don't even think well, many of them uh, force you to take a cart, right? They don't even want you out there walking because it takes some too much time. not
0: not not nearly all, but no. it, uh, some do. Uh, there are others that are. Kind of design for the cart because long walks in between them, right? I, you know, I got a couple of guys that I golf with who are diehard walkers right. when it comes to an it, and it kills me. Yeah, are <laughs> oh, really <laughs> like I don't mind walking, the, you know. And now that if you've got a good push cart. Mm-hmm. Um It can really make walking more enjoyable, right? Or, or easier, at least. You know, the old days when I used to carry my bag are long gone.
1: Oh sure, yeah.
0: But uh, you know, there are times when you just really don't feel like walking the golf course. It, it's like you know, it's a meat. real energy burn.
1: Don't know for sure. Well, and now a lot of those carts they're all motorized. You, they, they follow you around. Mm-hmm. So, um, although I and I have never done this, I, I've never walked eighteen holes in my life. I've walked. Uh, well that's not true. Ray really? Ree- and I did walk, not playing, but we walked all of wooden sticks. Right. Uh at one point there. But no, I've never walked and played eighteen. Really? Ever. At nine, I think I have, like at El Dorado. <laughs> because that's easy enough. Although I think I once did ask them if they had a cart. Wait a minute. I've walked that eleven times. <laughs> Twice. Yeah. I'll never do that. Um but uh I don't know what my point was to all of that. Anyhow, yes, it's supposedly very, very good for you, up and down, especially depending on the terrain of the course. All very good. But back to the water, here's something that uh, the kids have kind of introduced me to, and it's the bubbly. It's the big thing. So if you... You know, if your excuse is, well, I can't find any plastics anymore. Drink the bubbly. Now it's sparkling water. There's no sugar in it. There's no, it's just water with right. some coloring to it. Now, a lot of people don't like that sparkling water or the carbonated water. No, I'm not a fan. I don't mind it. I'm fine with it. And then other people just say, oh, water is just so boring. Well, you know not everything has to taste like a, a creamsicle <laughs> or gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Crying out loud. Um, Rock mornings with, with Craig Venn and, and Lucky. And Lucky. The Rock.